Shut up and sit down. everybody hey i want to welcome you to episode 254 of third shift well i'm one of your hosts the bestest buddies mr eric and with me as always is my old pal my old friend the inglorious bastard himself big welcome for mr matt hey mr matt how are you doing buddy hey how's your week been here at the old third shift corral you know all right, I'm going to take this back like 10 years ago, <laughs> back when we were still working at MSMS. Every time I did the Eric impression, when I was like, oh, hey, well, you, you came to me and were like, oh, ho, 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 ho. and you would go, why do I have Mickey Mouse voice? Today That's is why. the day. I it has it. been proven you have the Mickey Mouse voice. It is done. <laughs> it all comes around, Matt. You know what I'm saying? Everything just comes around. It's like that toilet that keeps on spinning. I was going to go a different way. See, I'm planting the seeds. I'm like a farmer. I tilled that soil. I planted those seeds. I watered them every single day. And now, 10 years ten later, years later I did it. there's a little sprout right there. Look, it made it. Hi. Hey, boy. I'm ready to go. Man, what have we got this week? I don't know. This is going to be Howard's favorite episode. He's going to listen to the intro like 16 times in a row. Wow. This reminds me of all my favorite tops of Disney. Oh, man. But you know what? I was going to say it's been a crummy week, but it's been a good week. And for those of you who didn't know, we did the show early last week because both of us were going on vacation. I finally went up to the family's cottage. It's been in the family like forever, but I finally went up there again. It's been, gosh, maybe like 20 years since I've even been up there because it was kind of, you know, all the cousins would get together. And then once we all came became adults and started going our separate ways, it kind of, you know, it's not the big family get together place anymore. There was one weekend free right after quarter end, went up there Friday, Saturday, came home Sunday, no internet, no nothing. The only link to the world was the phone here. I did have data and stuff, but man, just sitting up there, reading books, doing crosswords. I brought my switch, did a little bit of Animal Crossing, but then, oh man, what should I do? I don't know. I'm a little bored. Let me just walk down to the beach. It's just, just down the road. Like, I don't know how many yards, 50 yards, maybe. Walk down. Ah, beautiful Lake Huron. Waves crashing against the shore. Feet in the sand. Sun on your face. Then I posted it up on Instagram and Twitter. Get up. Five o'clock in the morning. Oh, it's a little bright out. Maybe I still have time. Throw on my hoodie. Walk out there. A little haze on the horizon. Hmm. Is it is it too cloudy? Is it too hazy? Nope, here it comes. There's Mr. Sun. Bloop, bloop. Bloop, bloop, watch the sunrise, listen to the birds wake up, the f- birds in the forest behind start dead silent as the sun starts creeping up. Caw, caw, chirp, chirp, rustle, rustle. Waterfowl flying in off the lake, sunrise, mm, beautiful. Felt refreshed, felt good, felt amazing. Drove home, came back to work, <laughs> stupid, oh, just awful heinousness. But you know what, it's been a good week. And then on top of that, on the video game front, before I left, I played Narita Boy again. That's such a weird and strange game, but it's so fun and so bizarre in so many cool ways. I'm almost to the end of that, but I haven't touched any video game since I've been back, except for last night, played a little bit of Wasteland 3, and met some cool characters, and saw some cool character interactions during some of the little side quest type things you can do. It's weird, though, because I'm still not... I'm still not like connected to that game yet because it has that like a Diablo type perspective, kind of like isometric, kind of zoomed out, traditional 
computer action role playing game type stuff. But it's on my it's on my Xbox, and it's just it feels a little weird to not point and click on people. You gotta like run up and talk to. Mm-hmm. But then the combat is so cool because it's XCOM based. So when the the grid comes out and it's like, okay, now I'm home. Pew 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 pew. Cool ability. Zoop zoop zoop. I don't know. I'm digging it. But it's just ever since I got back, the only game I've played other than that has been Animal Crossing, which I play every day for a little bit. I've just not. It's just I've not been in a funk, but I've just been kind of like zen on video games right now just get home and i'm like i don't need to play that let me watch that show let me put in that movie let me do that thing so i haven't played many video games but it was a good first half of the week because i got away i went to one of my favorite places and i was like man you know i need to do like a week here next summer get up get away bring a few more things you know but man it was great so how was your week sir well just like you, I escaped the town. I went down to visit my family in Ohio for a, uh, a late 4th of July event since we worked for the quarter end and I had a great time. We were down there early before anybody showed up, so we had a whole day just uh, us and them hanging out, chilling around the house, uh, spent some of it playing video games, spent some of it just sitting out on the deck, chilling, you know, barbecuing, you know, the usual visit your family kind of stuff. Went and got all sorts of goodies at their local little farmery where they got uh, homemade taffy and fudge and cheeses and, you know, did that. Got some pies. Oh, you know, getting fat. Just out there, just eating good in the neighborhood, as they say. It was nice. And then, surprise, they were like, hey, we should go to King's Island. And I'm like, King's Island? I've never been to King's Island. They're like, yeah, it's like 20 minutes away. And I'm like, what? How have you never mentioned this theme park that's 20 minutes away from your house? What kind of world are you guys living in? Yeah, we bought, we just bought platinum season passes for it. You know, we're going to start going and like you guys do your camping. We're going to start doing that. Just going there every couple of weeks and having some fun times. I'm like, yes, let's go. So we went up to Kings Island and man, that place is pretty rocking. I was expecting like one of the little or six flags type deals, you know, where it's, it's fun and it's cool, but it's not like huge like Cedar Point is. But this place, you know, it's trying to it's trying to give Cedar Point a run for the money. It's not it's not quite there, but it's close enough and nice enough to where I had a great time. I will say one thing: uh, my back has always had problems since a long time ago, and the rides, especially the roller coasters, the wooden ones, they tell you right in there: if you have back problems, do not ride. Well, I can confirm that it's bad. Okay, I didn't feel it that day. I did some on some of the creeks. You know, my neck would whiplash a little bit. Or, as of today, pure fire. Like, my back has just been pure fire. I've been walking around like this old man at work that we work with that has <laughs> issues. I was like that again. And, uh, yeah, I'm slowly coming out of it, but it's, man, whew. Yeah, I paid a toll for that one. See, I was just going to say, before you even got to that, before you did the King's Island thing, I was going to say, man, we both sound like old men. I went up to the cottage where there's no internet, and I just sat on the beach and read books and stuff. Oh, man, I went up, you know, down and, like, ate some pies and went to, like, a little local stuff. and food shop. Yeah, a little farmery <laughs> area. Oh, man, we're just old men doing them local things. And then you literally segued into, yeah, I'm an old man with a old busted back and everything. Yeah, it's just great. to confirm. It's, it's real. Yeah. That's what we do. So I had fun. And then, of course, hey, the the reason we went 4th of July, you know what I'm saying? We had fireworks galore. We bought over 1000 bucks worth of fireworks, and we set them off. 
And as per usual, it was fun. It was great. Wow, the ash coming down, as I already told Matt, on, your, on my face and the fire above me constantly and the sound of explosions and the smell. Oh, and then couldn't have a proper 4th of July without one of them tipping, shooting fireworks everywhere. And, of course, one of the mortars shot me in the chest and then, like, sparks flew all around me. And it felt like basically it felt like somebody punched me in the chest, you know. And I was, I was like, yes, this is 4th of July. Man, almost dying, setting off fireworks. What a sh- what a day. That's how you end it right there. And sure enough, the next morning, we packed up, went home, and then I went to work. And, uh, you know, that's what happened. Work happened, and work's work. It's cool. But on the video game front, I played two things this week, Scarlet Nexus being one of them. I uh, got quite a bit further in it. I am finding, though, that now, like, the pacing's really weird, and the bosses and the enemies are very sporadically unbalanced at some points. Like, there'll be some baddies or bosses that, I mean, I'm like, dang, what the heck's going on here? And then I'll go through another zone where I'm smoking everything and I'm not even having to challenge myself at all. So it's a little annoying in that sense because now I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to have to stop and then go grind and screw around. And then I get scared because I don't want to grind. I just want to go through and have a great time. So I'm starting to get that, well, do I do another section? Because what if I get to a grind spot? I really just want to have a good time. I don't want to get stuck in that. And I'm nowhere near as far as you, but even in the first part of the game where I had left off when quarter end happened, it was the same thing. And you couldn't ever get like a flow going. Like, oh, this story segment, I'm cruising through. I'm churning and burning. And then you hit that boss and then game over what <sighs> all right i'm gonna have to dark souls it dodge 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 throw a thing dodge 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 oh she's, she's doing the one big spinning attack okay wait 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 run in Mi- mini combo dodge uh-huh. it's weird how uneven it has been sometimes yeah that that's the only thing i think i have to criticize it about like i said i still think the story is a lot of fun and i don't i don't really see the problem with it but whatever teach your own and with that being said the last thing I played, and I, I don't know how to feel or do what I'm going to do about this yet, but of course I told you I beat Final Fantasy VII Remake Intermission, and it keeps calling to me. It wants me to go do it again on hard mode where I get the trophies, because I didn't know this, Matt. you got to play it on hard mode to get most of the trophies, because I wondered. I got like 4% of trophies, and I'm like, <laughs> I did almost everything. What the hell? <laughs> That's haggard. And so I come to find out that like one of them's beating the ultra because when you beat it, you unlock an, an optional ultra boss, you know, your typical ultimate weapon type thing. Yeah. Unlock that, and now I'm scared to fight him because the actual last boss was tough. I'm like, well, this guy's going to be harder than him, and I'm, you know, I'm skating through this boss with the skin of my teeth. Oh, gosh, that's a trophy. I don't know if I can do that. Beat it on hard mode, get this thing on hard mode, get that achievement, do this on hard mode. So basically like six of the freaking trophies are hard mode stuff. And I'm like, well, I kind of want to do it. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I really love it. But man, I don't know. Is it worth doing? Eric, shouldn't you be playing these other games? Shouldn't you just, you beat it, you had fun, let it go, walk away? No, dude. You played through the original Final Fantasy VII remake like, what, 16 times? Yeah, right. For various reasons. Just go ahead and do this one like five six eighteen times it's great yes yeah, so that makes sense and i never even got ramu so i'd like to get ramu and see you what he do does. have to get him yeah you know i'm like i want to see him in action you know gosh what kind of person am i like and, and speaking of that i guess i gotta go back to f7 remake because i never got bamu so i gotta go go back and play that again to get bamu i didn't even know he existed i never saw him or heard any tale of where the hell he was and i fun to find out he's like one of the ultimate ones when you go all rank all the way up in the arena 
I'm like, well, that's not hard. I can just log into the game and do all the challenges and get to them, but still difficult. So part of me wants to go do all that, Matt, but part of me's like, Eric, just close the door. Close the door and move on. So that's what I've been doing, man. Just wait 10 more years until part two mm-hmm. on PS6. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll, I'll remember everything. I'll be right up to snuff. I'll be right up to speed. I won't I won't have forgotten anything. It's going to be great. No, absolutely. <laughs> There's one other thing that I forgot from this weekend because it was right on the cusp of weekend and into work land. Came driving home, like I told you, up Friday, Saturday, Sunday, no internet, no nothing, just peace and quiet in the woods essentially came back home and immediately like before i even got home got a text hey i want to go see fast and furious 9 let's go here's 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 the two show times all right let's go to the later show time went and saw that man that movie is something else it's i mean obviously the whole series is something else but that movie is just oh it's so bad and so good and so dumb and so funny at the same time and then I realized, I, I was wondering what was happening all the drive home, but I think, I think the world was prepping me. So driving home, you know, going down 75, traffic's everywhere, people careening all around like idiots. Like, oh, geez. It gets to the 127 split, it slows down a little bit. It's like, okay, it's more normal, fairly busy Sunday traffic. Driving along, skrr. Oh, now we're creeping. Now we're sitting at a dead stop. Now we're going one mile an hour down the highway. What's happening? Drive by. There's a car that has literally rolled off the road into the tree line. Like, you know how far off the road those trees are. Uh-huh. People stand around scratching their heads like somebody we work with. Like, what did you do? What did you do? How was that possible? All right, whatever. <laughs> Get past it. Ten miles down the road. Look off to the other side because one of the spots that doesn't have the trees in between. I see a bunch of, bunch of flashing lights. Huh. wonder what's going on over there. Another car has ro- rolled and flipped into the median. It's a fresher one because people are like pulling people out. What did you do? There's like nobody on the road going this way. What's happening? It was the world preparing me for ridiculousness and crazy car stunts and people uh-huh. just flipping out and then just getting out and scratching their heads and literally in the movie going, you know, all this crazy stuff happens to us and we never die. Isn't that nuts? That movie is ridiculous. <laughs> the whole franchise is ridiculous, but this movie especially so. It was a weird, fun time. It was goofy. It won me over by the end, but there's there's just something about having a scene with Charlize Theron, who's a good actress, and she's acting opposite John Cena. And he tries, but it's just... I watched the scene, and I was like, oh, put my head in my hands for a second. It's like, this is just... It's too much. It's too much for my cinematical brain to handle. It's ridiculous. Oh, now I can't wait to see it, Matt. There's another one I didn't want to miss. You know, I've become a fan of how ridiculous they are as well. We, we've talked about it before, but I haven't got out there. I kind of got sticker shock with the theater pricing, so yeah, yeah, that's still hard for me to go now because we're trying to save money, da-da-da-da, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know about all that. I will say, and it's not a spoiler because you see it, you see the set, some of the setup for it in the, all the trailers. The space stuff, that's what finally kicked me over the edge. Looking at what was happening, I couldn't help but laugh every single time I saw something happening out there. I won't spoil anything, but I was just like, what What am I looking at? What am I looking at here? It was so good and so great. I, <laughs> I, laughed. I laughed every time. Nothing even happened to the scene, just the establishing shot of the thing. And I went, oh my God, just, man. See, 
So it was a good week. Ridiculousness and craziness. Who even cares about work and stupidity? Who cares? That's right. I'm ready to get back into video games and stuff. And a video game I'm going to get back into, I'm just going to steer my own segue. I'm going to go, here's a game that I can't tell you too much about because I don't want to spoil it for me and I don't want to spoil it for you. This is a game I've been looking forward to and it's been like on my radar for a while and it snuck out. Like in all the E3 stuff, working into quarter end, it snuck out. Backbone. It's an indie game developed by Eggnut, published by Raw Fury, who are the people who published Star Renegades that I love so much from last year. This snuck out on the 8th of June for PC and Games Pass on PC so far. Apparently, it is coming to consoles later. I don't have any dates on that. But this is a game you got. You just you gotta see some screenshots of this game. You gotta see it in action. It, it kind of reminds me of a point-and-click adventure game, and I will say there's more to it than just that. But you play as a detective in kind of like walled-off, post-apocalyptic, dystopian future Vancouver. But everybody in town is like a, an animal. Like you're a, a raccoon dude. You walk around on two legs in a trench coat. You're doing detective stuff. Everyone else is some kind of animal, too. And just watching, the, seeing the beautiful pixel art and the lighting in this game. Remember how nuts I went for last night? Remember how nuts we went for, what is it, replaced? Uh-huh. The lighting and shadows and the pixel art. It's not the same. It's not quite as good as those two, but it looks so stylish and so cool in this game. As you're going around having conversations with people, exploring the environment, apparently there are some kind of like mini game sections where, you know, you're a detective. You do have to sneak around. You have to solve some puzzles earlier in the game. Apparently later in the game, it turns into more of a visual novel style where it's more about just exploring the environment and talking to people. And then I've heard, and it's been spoiled for me, there is some kind of twist toward the end where things kind of get turned on their heads. But just watching this game, it's seen it in action is so cool. And then I watched like a snippet of gameplay. I went through, you know, somebody's long play of it with no commentary and I kind of clicked right in the middle. There was a scene where they had to get out of the roof of this building to investigate something. And there was a guy running like a a newsstand. You had to get on top of a stand to get on top of the roof. But he wouldn't let you do it unless you talk to this other guy, this like kid who is selling vegetables on the street because he's taking his business. You got to figure out how to get him to help you, but he wants you to get rid of this kid. But when you talk to him, he wants you to get rid of that guy so you can just do it yourself. Blah, 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 blah. And one of the complaints I've found about this game is that people are saying, well, the, the endings don't change. The developer even said there's one ending to this game. But watching the interaction of that quest and just reading the dialogue trees this person could go through, there were like three or four or five different branches where if you sided with one vendor, you know, you could take it all the way through there. But when you went back to the other one to try and scare him away, you could side with him in all these different ways. The tones and the different ways you could converse with the characters, it was really interesting and and you can see how deep the conversation system could get. Like, you could influence his tone where he's just like, I don't care, buzz off, kid. Or he could, like, start threatening him with, you know, I know people who are high up in the city council, and they're going to keep you from being here at all. Or you side with that one to get rid of this other dude. So I don't know. I'm probably not making too much sense of it, but that piece that I watched 100% sold me. Not only is the pixel art gorgeous, not only is the atmosphere really cool, but just the dialogue and the way that you can influence who your character is or how your character interacts with the other characters around them. Maybe the ways you can influence those certain mini side quests to get you further along in the story. I'm 100% sold. I can't wait to get into some Backbone. I wish it was on consoles right now because that's primarily where I play. 
but I might have to get it on Steam right here on the podcast PC. It is a pretty short game. I've seen like five to ten hours, and it's I think it's 25 bucks right now. But if you want something stylish, something cool, something that uh, doesn't doesn't exactly meet your expectations, but has some something along the way that might change, and I can't spoil what it is, even though it's been spoiled for me, check out Backbone. If you love indie games, you got to check it out. Mm-mm. I seen a little bit of that one, Matt, and I had my interest immediately. And then I'd heard about all those different conversations paths and how you can change up things and it'll affect like this or that. And then the best part that you mentioned was a criticism was the, the single ending. It made me even I loved it even more because you know me I don't like I don't like multiple endings, man. I like yeah. single ending. I love choice, but I love to I come to know that I'm coming to one spot. So all those things, I was like, hmm, this might be something I could play. And it would qualify as an indie game. Mm-hmm. So then I went on another bracket, and I'm like, man, oh, man. So, yes, I've been looking at it and watching it. But the, like I said, I've just been so busy these last couple of weeks that I haven't made a move or done anything with it. So definitely, everybody, take a look. If it's, it's got Matt looking, Eric looking, you know, you might need to be looking too. And it's on Games Pass. So if you have Games Pass for PC... Not, not for consoles yet, at least. It's free for you right now. Uh-huh. You can just download it literally right now. As you, it's, pause the podcast. Uh, yep. oh, oh, yeah. Then True. walk over. Click it to click. Game pass. There you go. Now it's downloaded. Now you got it. There you go. Bam. Done. On the computer. Playing it later. Cool. Look at that. Another game you could play on the computer, Matt, but you don't have to anymore because the game came out years ago for PC only, but now is coming to the consoles. It's Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, okay? Developed by Team Salvato, and uh, like I said, came out originally 2017 for PC only, and then, of course, just now for the Switch, PlayStation, etc. You can play it wherever you want to play it, Xbox 2, you know, all that good stuff. But here you go. Matt's talking about like a visual novel type game. Guess what? This one is too, all right? You're a young man. You're going to school. You got a friend. She's she's super cool, super nice. And one day, she's like, hey, I need you to join this club with me. Hey, we're short members, and we got to buff it up to keep everything going. And so you, being the friend that you are, you say, sure. And you go into this cool little literature club, and you meet three other gals, so four in total, and they're awesome. They're so they're so cool. The conversations you have, the things you do with them, very unique, very fun. The shenanigans, you'd think this sounds like some kind of weird dating sim, and I know you might not be into it, but wow, so many fun shenanigans you have with these gals. It's a lot of fun, very entertaining. The places you go, you never expect. What a great time. And you can pick, you know, you get to, who do you want to be with? Who do you want to charm up? And when you're charming them up, hey, you can still mess it up because you do like these cool little mini tests and then they want to know like certain words or things. And if you mess those up, then, well, you know, maybe she won't be your friend anymore. You know, then maybe you have to pick a different gal. It's okay. All the options are fun. You can't go wrong in this wonderful little game. Matt, I'm telling you, I don't know if you ever played this game, but wowzers. It's a lot of fun. It put a smile on your face. It definitely put a smile on my face. I played this when it originally launched. We all played it around together. I didn't play it as much as you guys did, so it, it's always been tickling right at the back of my brain. Like, hey, you know, you got to find out what other fun adventures are out there. You got to see what cute interactions are going on. You got you to gotta see what it is to go with this girl. Uh-huh. What happens when you go with that girl? You know, you got to make up a little poem for her. You got to do the nice things. Uh-huh. And everything I see about it, it's like, man. I just want to get back in there and do it, but I have so many other games on the shelf. And 
as soon as this got announced, I went on bestbuy.com and I went, there it is. It's there. And I, my, my finger hovered over add to cart like 16 times. I had the tab open for like four weeks straight in my, in my phone browser. I still haven't gotten it, but now you've sold me. I have Tell to get it. it. You got I'm it. gonna get it. Yeah, it almost got me. Is I'm like I'm like, man, I, I know how to play this game. I know I can rock out this game, and you know that's that's trophies on the PlayStation. That's true. It's trophies, Eric. Who can, we've talked about this. Nobody cares about your trophies. I care uh, about those trophies, I care, Eric. I care about start the getting trophies. trophies. <laughs> so, so I'm over here selling myself based off trophies on the PlayStation. I'm like. Uh, what is wrong with you? What is you're a crazy person? Plus, hey, who doesn't want to play some more Doki Doki though? I mean, come on. Can you imagine, dude, how good it will be when you and I both have the platinum in Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, mm-hmm. and we can talk all about it, all about the cool things that happen mm-hmm. in there? That would be great. <sighs> you're selling me on the trophies. I'm trying to sell you on the mm-hmm. trophies, so we can both have this awesome experience together. I like it again in your case for the most part, and continuing it in my case. Mm-hmm. Well, and I didn't get to the ultimate ending either. So, right, right. I, I, you know, but I did play through a couple times, etc. So, I, hey, I still got new things to experience as well. Plus, hey, this is the plus edition. Yeah. So there's added content. So no matter what, we're all getting some. We're all feasting upon some new stuff. It's all. It's a win-win. Done. Look at that. sold. We just sold. We just sold both these games. We're both buying. Getting them all. Game Pass done. Sparking over the bucks for the other one. Fantastic. And speaking of sparking over those bucks, I got to tell you guys, if you're hearing it by now, I believe the Gearbox and StackUp.org fundraising campaign is over with. They were, I think they said there was just a day or two left yesterday, and they had raised around 2500 bucks for StackUp.org, which is pretty nice. And as a reminder, well, it's over, so I don't need to remind you, but it was $10 entry for a raffle to get that really cool Borderlands jacket. Probably by the time you hear this, the winner will be announced and the final total will be announced. But good money for a good cause. Good on you, Gearbox, like I always say. And then there's even more news. It's not in the show notes because I just put it in just like a minute ago because I just remembered it. Godfall. We're less than a month away from their latest big update. Mm -hmm. And they dropped a shift code for a new skin for Bulwark. It is the Royal Fortitude skin. It's all gold and blue. It looks very shiny, very cool. So if you're in there playing Godfall, if you're hyped for it on the PS4 version, which is going to be coming out, Definitely get yourself a cool skin for that. And what would Third Shift be without my favorite part of the show? Well, it would be like the last two or three weeks, but it's back now. My favorite part of the show. We got shift codes for Golden Keys and Borderlands, the Game of the Year edition, a game that I will never play. You played it some. I did. Get yourself some free loot in a fantastic game, Eric. Oh, you can go ahead and get yourself a fantastic game. And I'll tell you what, while you're doing that, you can think about some fantastic games, Matt. Okay? Think about it. Think about it. I know this ain't this ain't this ain't talking for everybody, but y'all know me and Matt are Persona lovers, all right? And guess what? They announced the 25th anniversary Persona Adventure Extravaganza to be launching and hitting September this year, and they said, "Hey, little tease, we got seven unannounced projects in the works that we're going to tell you all about throughout the next year." To lead up through, you know, the whole culmination of the 25th anniversary, et cetera, et cetera, starting in September with the very first announcement. Man, Matt, everyone's speculating. You know, they got obviously the next Persona major. T- <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> I'm currently dying because I'm so excited, Matt. I, I just want to play these games. <laughs> well, before you even get to the actual event we're talking about. 
they have a they have a site up. I think it's just for pre-order now, or uh-huh. I don't know if the collection is open right now. But all kinds of Persona 25th anniversary merchandise, all kinds of cool stuff. I went on there. I got a little bit of beef with this. Uh-huh. I got a minor bit of beef, although what's there is very cool. I was looking through and going, man, what Persona stuff am I going to get and then wear and show up, Eric? It's going to be so cool. And then I got to the part where you had main character, like acrylic vinyl standees, like the little character standee things. Uh-huh. And I went, that's cool. I should get a Joker one. And then I went... But if I get a Joker one, I should get A, and they didn't have any other characters. They didn't have Taya Takemi. They didn't oh, have my sexy no. doctor. They didn't have Kawakami either. Oh. And I was like, you know what? If you're going to give me that, I will buy one, but you got to give me everyone else too. Because could you imagine? I'm a mantelpiece here. The whole Persona 5 cast. I would, just be, chilling. So, I would be so jealous every day. <sighs> I'd probably have to rob you, I think. I don't know, man. I don't know that's if I why, that's, see, that's why I turned the camera. So you can't see the cool stuff I have over Every here. Every day just seeing it, I'm like, yep, it's too late now. <laughs> I've seen too much. I'm robbing you, Matt. Yes, that would be fantastic, you know. And, and on top of it, they've been, you know, teasing into this and that, and the people are speculating. You got the Persona games that might be coming, the, uh, the arena game that they're talking about maybe doing, but, you know, the speculation. Uh completely new stuff plus the of course the persona the next one in the mainstream coming out uh the anime they're talking about it could be i don't know i i'm sitting in the spot where i really don't know what to expect besides the persona next one for sure i mean i feel like they kind of already did like a lot of the persona 5 spinoffs they've already done like the the little um what was it the 3ds one with the PQS, whatever it was called. I can't ever remember the title. Damn you, Eric. That's what I was going to say. One of these is going to be is another Persona Dungeon Crawl type of spinoff, like Uh Persona Q games. We just got Persona Q2. But then you did remind me that that was based on Persona 5 characters crossing over with 4 and a little bit of 3. And some 3, yeah. And some Uh 3. Because I was just going to say, well, if it was just 4, then you could do Persona Q3 and have it be all three generations of the three most popular Personas. Uh Mm-hmm. But they've done that. They've done the Dancing with Stars or whatever that was. You know what I'm talking about. I know Come what on. you're talking about. <laughs> dancing into the midnight streams or whatever it is. Midnight stream life. Dancing you know, in moonlight and starlight, I think. There is you the go, guy. I'm sorry. You know, I love Persona guys and gals, but I don't I'm not, I don't I don't I don't call, I'm not down with all these weird games. And the arena one, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think it's necessary. I feel like I feel like we're gonna be surprised. I don't know why. I just feel like I feel like they got something up their sleeves. I feel like there's a big split coming and we're gonna see something fresh and new uh be born from the persona world. Well, I how about this? I, I agree with you. I don't think they'll probably do another arena game, but the last arena game was Persona Four related. Uh-huh. So you could totally do a new arena game with those characters. Throw in the five characters, maybe, you know, I, I don't know how it played because I never played those games. Maybe have your social links as the assists, you know, jumping mm-hmm. in for different special attacks. That'd be pretty cool. But I was just thinking, man, you know, what other Persona or Shin Megami Tensei type games have I played? Uh, Overclocked on the DS, the tactical RPG one. You could totally do that with a Persona 5 spin because you have the regular RPG, Persona 5 and Royal and all that stuff. You had the dungeon crawler in Q and Q2. I, they haven't had a tactics one, a, a strategy one, uh-huh. in a long time. I would I would go absolutely nuts for that. Even if it was the chibi art style like in Persona Q2, how cool would that be? Moving Joker around and then 
you know, if it was overclocked, you'd have your team of personas that would come with you as Joker. You'd have your little lineup. Uh-huh. Or you could just do it with just the characters and their abilities. That'd be, oh, man, that'd that, be so damn good. They better, that would be pretty nice. You're welcome, Atlas. I say it for Gearbox all the time, but you're welcome, Atlas. There's a million-dollar idea right there. If they did something like that, though, I, I would hope that they would spin it off and actually... I just don't like the generic kind of stories they usually do, and I understand what they're doing. It's always the, oh, you went into a dream or whatever, and you know, you're just doing this fun thing with these other yahoos, and you're going to wake up and you won't remember any of this. I, I want to see it be real, though. I want to see it come back in and actually mean something. like Because they've done crossovers in the actual games where you see some of the characters from other ones through field trips or whatnot, this or that. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see that type of game, but actually matter. They're actually awake. They're actually alive, doing stuff. And then you meet these other characters. Maybe, you know, obviously years later, different ages, whatever the case may be. Because I think in like four, didn't they meet uh, their upperclassmen from that was in the previous in three or two or something like that? I don't remember anymore. Something like that. But that would be super cool. I think I would enjoy that, but I, I don't want to see another. Ah, oh, you woke up and now you're in this mysterious fantasy realm in the dark. Okay, all right, so this will be fun, but it has absolutely no bearing on anything. Yeah. That part, I would like, eh. I agree with that. Or you could even just, if you change the style of the game, you could change the out-of-combat stuff, too. I could even just go for Persona 5 again, but it's tactical, and maybe maybe less like physically running around and doing stuff. Maybe it's just dialogue scenes or visual novel style. Mm-hmm. Something like that on the Switch, portable on the go. You know, because you do the same stuff, because that's what we do, but then you would still have this different style of game and completely different gameplay, probably different art style, you know, some kind of Disgaea more looking type art style. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's ever since I thought about, about it, I'm just thinking of Joker just hopping and bopping over little squares, you know, and, and unleashing abilities. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's Matarame there, his little weird eyes and floating lip and thing. That, like those could all be individual units out on the battlefield going across on the squares too. Oh. Taking them out strategically. Ooh yeah. <sighs> Another one, Matt. You know, hey, remember your Witcher card game? Do it like a deck building game for Persona. Oh like, no! You could, you, and here's the best part: you pick your you pick your favorite Persona character from the beginning as your main character. So you could be Ryuji, you could be Joker, you could be anybody from you know Chloe, all of them. Pick them, and then their voice lines are all there, and they've all got their own like attitude and spice while you're going through whatever crazy whack job story they make up, and you're just fighting other kids and people with your card deck battles and this and that, and and of course you get this fun summertime story. Maybe I don't know, get inventive with it. You know that would work 100 percent perfectly. Yeah. Um, there's a million shadows, so yeah, each persona would be its own little card, or it would have mm-hmm. the abilities, which would just be like the straight attacks. Just like in Thronebreaker and Hearthstone, all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! That would that be great? Imagine the music lineup for that. Just you're just jamming while you're playing them card battles, doing that. Just the Persona music bopping. All your favorite characters, people coming up in the side and doing little goofball cow comedy comedy. Like, I see you playing them card games again. Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> And that would be it. Like, as the main characters, you would see like little mini versions, like in the storyline, you'd mm-hmm. see the little little shadows would pop out and fight where kawakami she would just see oh it's a fun little card game i don't understand what's going on Mm -hmm. kids like these cards bop bop boop 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 
oh, wow, why does that work? Do-do-do. And different friendships with them get you different cards. So you could, you know, if you're sporting certain cards. You would go triple try at it. Mm-hmm. If you beat them, then you get the Kawakami card. Yeah, oh. exactly. Oh, imagine the lifelines. You know, she'd be doing your laundry for you, which would then allow you to free up a turn or something. You could have so many, like, cool little animations. Like, I'm picturing her, like, with, like, the washboard over the tub. Mm-hmm. And you'd play her card, and then she'd go, like, do-do-do-do-do, sing a little song as the effect goes for, like, mm-hmm. you know, three or four seconds. Oh my God! That's just doctors <sighs> healing your units on the field, you know, with her crazy medicine. God. Oh my God! Come here, my little guinea pig, and then that would be mm-hmm. that would be the voice line that plays. You get, and your units would go. Whoosh. You get your you get your haste. You get your haste from Sojuro <sighs> drinking his coffee. Woo! Oh my God! All the different stuff. It's too easy. It's too easy. Writes itself. Did it? I don't even You're want welcome. to talk about anything else. Actually, <laughs> those two things. I would I I, don't, I would never yeah. leave my house again. Mm-mm. I would I would I, or I would take them up to the cottage and just play those two games forever until my I'd switch pl- burst I'd, into I'd play flames. Play it and beat it, and then I'd alternate the other one. Play it and beat it, and then I'd alternate back and play it again and beat it, yeah. and I'd alternate again and play it and beat it. That's a that's a year and a half, two years worth of content done. I mean, I I played Thronebreaker through twice in a row. I would mm-hmm. do that so many more times with this, especially if you had different characters with different decks. Jesus, it's it's amazing. <sighs> <laughs> So that's that's the, that's the gist of it. Everyone's speculating all this like known stuff, and I'm like, man, you come out here and you could just make something new. You don't gotta keep making reiterations of some of the past projects. I'm, I want a surprise, and with seven unannounced things, I'm like, come on, there's gotta be a couple like really big surprises, something we weren't thinking was gonna happen, or maybe our Persona Kart. You know, all your Persona characters and shadows and some Mario Kart racing. Woo, dang. Even that'd be fun. I'd play it. I don't care. <laughs> you sold me a little less of that one, but as soon as I was thinking of Ryuji with little bobblehead sticking up, yeah, the top bobblehead of his truck, Ryuji come with on. his little pipe swinging. Yep. Okay, Screaming yeah, it's just... that's stupid fun. You know, that's just stupid. <laughs> <It'd be ridiculous>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we did it. We 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 conjectured a bit. We had a little fun with it. I don't know what's gonna actually happen. I mean. I know one, which will be the actual new persona, the next in the genre, right. which I'm so stoked for because, as we know, it's going to go into the fantasy realm, mm-hmm. and then he's still going to try to create life as it would be as he uh, as he likes to do, but in that world instead. You never, you don't see that, you know. Every time you go to fantasy, it's all high fantasy, crazy, you know, over the top stuff for the most part. Or it's like super grounded and dark, like. Hey, it's yeah. Witcher times it's where everyone's just broken, miserable and everybody's yeah. gross. Yeah, you never like, oh, let's go hang out and go ride horses through the field and do a fun thing. Yeah, because like that's going to be the thing with that game is you're going to be able to go, oh, you know what? Hey, let's go to the little fair over here and eat some kebabs and turkey legs, and it's going to have all that same flair and the the friendships and the things going on, but in that world instead of your typical city life. And you could even do like who knows what your character is going to be, but if you're like a squire to a knight, maybe you know, just like with Chie, you did martial arts training with her. Maybe this character is like a sword instructor, or they're your your little rival, so you do sword practice, and it helps, you know, not only the social link, but it, you know, you get your strength up once or twice per per interaction. Uh-huh. You could do so many cool things. Maybe this guy's an archer, so you do archery stuff and you get your decks up. The possibilities, man, they're just endless for this and i know i won't be disappointed and of course with it being a medieval kind of motif you're going to get the music that's going to probably match that oh yeah oh, i can't wait man i just that that music is going to be so awesome for sure i'm going to have to buy that soundtrack because i'm going to want that bumping in my car that i can already just hear it now them just like 
funky, just caught like medieval, like you know, you're gonna have the the lutes and the flutes and all the things going, but it's still gonna be funky because that's just how he rolls. I was thinking of all all the really good Witcher music, and then I mean, you could even go into like the near music because near replicant we were just in. It's not really fantasy, but it's that same kind of thing. You could have you know, Devil and Popola strumming their lutes inside the bar and do, doing the song, mm-hmm. and then like you said, make it kind of like jazzy and upbeat because. You don't really hear that in any of these super serious fantasy stuff. He might go some kind of weird techno folk music though, because you know he already did the the uh, the metal, the rock and roll with four, you know, and mm. he did uh, of course the jazz and whatnot with five. And I don't know what three's motif, you know, I don't know what that one was because I didn't get right. to play it. But whatever, I sure wasn't folk, you know, music. So what, take the reins on that and just create some really weird folk music going on there. I can't uh-huh. wait to hear just what the what the main theme is going to be, because every time I boot up five, I listen to that music. Uh-huh. Every time I boot up four, it's not the same, but you listen to that that intro that kind of yep. goes through before it gets to the main thing. I can't wait to see what this is going to be, because if it is medieval lutes and flutes, how that's going to work into the the kind of funky jazzy type of stuff that they like to do for these. Oh man, I don't like this episode because. I'm getting too hyped up for stuff, and it's still that's, that's ages maybe, away. Maybe, yeah, years ages away. away, and or might not even happen. These great games we talked about, these three awesome games, they're never going to happen. God damn it, Eric! They may never exist, but we can dream. And I'll tell you this: they also reiterated that they're trying to make sure that there's no year-long gap, like there has been in the past for Eastern release to Western release. They said they're going to try to make sure to narrow the gap with all these releases, so that way we in the West aren't waiting for such a long time to get it. So I hope they follow through with that and we look at maybe, you know, two, three months to get a hold of whatever titles come out because it will be torture, torture, if I got to watch a whole year of the other side of the world playing my Persona and not me. I'm going to have to block Persona Central if that happens. I I can't do it again. Mm -hmm. I could do it for Scramble because I wouldn't watch that much of that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I couldn't do it for the full game. There's no way. It would be impossible. I'd have to just, I'd have to yep. just block it out completely out of sight, out mind. of mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's just come completely back later. gone. I hope so. And while you're blocking things out, Matt, okay, I need you to open your mind back up because I don't want you to block this out, okay? You got it? You opened it up? You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Tribes of Midgard, man. That's coming. It is. That's coming around the corner, all right? I don't know. I see them on the Twitters every day. I see everything going on, but for some reason it keeps slipping my mind. And you know why? It's because we kept talking about how we can't play because of the 10 player thing. That's, that's not true. You can play from one player up to 10. And they asked, somebody asked a question and they verified it, Matt. Yes, it scales. So if you play with two, we will have the monsters, etc., all scaled to just two. So we can play it, Matt. It is now on your radar. You now have another game in the bucket. Congratulations. I know you needed it. I know you wanted another game in the bucket because we don't have enough. So just wanted to make your day, and I wanted to make sure everybody out there knows that Tribes of Midgard is right around the corner here. And it's, what, July 27th, I believe. July 27th. I just got done getting fired up. I'm fired up again. I hate you, Eric. Yes. I didn't want another game on my radar. Now, I will say, this is very cool. I'm glad that now we could actually play it. We can actually play it together because they did just announce the new sagas thing. They're doing seasons of all this uh-huh. cool content. And it's awesome. But the 27th is also when the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles comes out. I wanted that to be my one thing 
at that time, and now this is this, mm-hmm. and it's great that they did it. It's great that it scales because we don't have ten friends. I don't even know ten people that I even like, let alone be friends with. So it's awesome. I'm glad they did it. It's very cool. But man, there's too many games. I haven't even. There's too much going on. Fire Emblem is just gonna, I'm gonna fall off just like you did. Mm-hmm. The Fire Emblem Three Houses. Well, I played like 15 minutes of that. Oh, I don't I know. I swear. And it bugs me every day, man. It bugs me every day because I did nothing but have fun. Yeah. But everything just happened. And, and Monster Hunter Rise, I played that for a couple of days straight. Had a great time. Loving it. Just fell off because there's just other games. It's just other stuff. And I can't keep up and I can't do it. That's, you know, it's a sad struggle. What we need to do, and I, I can't do it and you can't do it either. We need to take a, like three weeks off of work in a row and just stream all the time. Because then we get through games. We'd maybe, you know, get the, see, you know, test the water, see if we could do it. Yeah. And then if we d- if we couldn't and we still went back to work, at least those games are off the damn docket. They're gone. Mm-hmm. They're beaten. They're done. Man, this Wasteland, Wasteland this 3 is a huge game. This isn't Scarlet just a dream, Nexus man. is huge games. I still haven't touched 13 Sentinels Ages Rim. Oh, my God. Don't Freaking tell me fi- that. Fire of the Three Houses. All these damn... Th- Resident Evil 8, I still haven't got back into that. I'm going to throw my phone across the room, but I can't do it because it's an expensive phone. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, this ain't a dream. Severance packages, Matt. That's a fair point, but it's too far away. You know how many games That's will come true. out before <laughs> oh that <God>. happens? <laughs> We'll be drowning in games, so it's going to be so cool. I can't wait. We'll get on, and the games we'll be streaming will be the games from now. And from now, like, yeah. Old game, idiot, Old game dumb. is old. Ooh, Look at these lame. dumb bozos. Yep, dead game is dead. Yep, dead guy is dead. Dead game is dead. You're out of here. Get out. Oh, Shame man. display. They're just saying, so there's possibilities. There's possibilities. So what about you out there in podcast listener land? What's possible for you? <laughs> so, I don't know. What are you looking forward to in Persona Land. Are you going to be jumping on the trials of Midgard? Are you one of our ten friends? Will you actually play games with us? Do you want to play with us? Because you can. Just let us know via the email, thirdshiftme at gmail.com, on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme, and find us on Facebook under Third Shift. You can indeed find us there, but I can't find you over on PlayStation. I can tell you that because you're hiding all the time, Matt. You're hiding all the time. I can't find you. So if you're looking for no, Matt, wait, there, you no, ain't going to find wait, him. Okay? I'm jumping in. Wait, but no. <laughs> you are right. I'm hiding all the time, but I'm also usually playing on my Xbox. So, but PS5 okay. got to pull the dust off of it for just, tomorrow. Just for Eric when, on, on yeah. Friday nights. All right. I got it. I understand. Well, while you're doing that, while you're getting the dust off, hey, everybody, you can head over to Patreon. And you know what? Like a little old tip jar, we appreciate anything you toss our way. You like what we're doing, want to keep us rocking and rolling, keep the pod beans happy, you can do that by throwing a buck, two bucks, three bucks, any kind of bucks our way we appreciate it very very much it's super cool everybody who's done it for us you guys and gals are the best seriously but also if you can't throw bucks their way that you can do it by supporting us hey man asked a question what are you looking forward to what do you want to do do you want to play games with us do you want to do stuff hey all that all those things make us happy make us feel good put a little smile on the face instead of drawing pictures of skeletons and death on paper while i'm doodling over here it might be happy faces and people that are, are you know loving life Maybe you can make me draw that instead. No, wait, I got to jump in on this one, too. Because <laughs> at work, I was doing totals. I took like half of the totals. Mm-hmm. I took them and started doing them, going through. Oh, Eric's totals. Look at this haggard writing. Look down at the bottom of this quarter end total sheet. There's a, a scowly, growly face on it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's how I looked during quarter end, too. <laughs> 
<laughs> yep, that's what I've been back into that lately. I don't know why. Sometimes, folks, I just go through these times where I just doodle down things that I'm feeling, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to be that at the moment. So, change my mind, everybody. Help me help you. We appreciate it over here at the old third shift. And of course, we appreciate you listening to our very next episode, which will be dropping on the 22nd of July. You can find that episode on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, hey. If you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a view, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services. Make Eric draw a heart on the bottom of that paper because it does help us out. And we really do appreciate it. And I'm going to show you. I know, audio, hey, audio listeners, you can't see. None of, none of you can see this, but I'm going to show Matt. This is what I was doodling while I was doing. I was changing my insurance companies today. So I doodled oh this while I was doing it, and it was pretty fun. See? Okay, that's my little doodle with Not the numbers. Bad, I like it. That's my rates right next to it, Matt, in case you're wondering. There's my oh, rates. Oh, sweet. Man, you got yeah. some good deals. I did. I did. But it took like four hours literally on the phone to do that. And that was very stressful. And then that's when I came in to talk to you. So I was coming off of that plus the word. That's was, what that face was about. I I just, just, it was too much, face. Matt. I was too much for me. I was having trouble getting into the gist of things. I, was having, I didn't know if I could do it. I, I felt the switch was off, man. I had to turn it on somehow. No, I guess now see, obviously I'll leave this in for the listeners. This is why maybe I don't get the best rates, but I sign up for stuff and I never touch it ever again. I don't care. Just get it. Hey, who wanna call and discuss? Nope, sorry. Uh-uh. No, I'm not even gonna call you back to say no thanks. It's just no, 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 my time is precious. I can't deal with it. I can't no. Don't talk to me. I'll if you got an online thing that says here, click here, just get some savings, I'll click it. But if you don't send me that, I'm done. That's it. My stuff's set up. Don't ever talk to me to touch it again. I'm not spending the time. Never. Oh, hey, I wish, man. But you know how it goes around here. So had to do it. Saved 437 bucks a year, Matt. Can't beat that. Yep. That's going right into the bank. Not for me, but to the bank. What? Okay. There's too much. Farewell, There's too much. Everybody. We're closing the show. With all that, there's nothing else to say, but don't, don't forget, to, forget save to save money by choosing Geico. Hey, I'm not promoting anybody. Shut up and sit down.